For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Believe in Everything All Miss. I'm Jordan Dollinger, and today we're talking about a highly requested and widely discussed topic, which is what are game days going to look like in 2021? Thankfully, I have a special guest joining me today who is an absolute expert on this topic. Before we get into it, make sure that you are subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts and new episodes like this one will download automatically each week so you never miss out on anything Ole Miss. Also, friendly reminder, guys, that while football might be over right now, the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing, and the only place that you should be betting on these sports is with our partners over at betonline.ag. They even cover award shows, reality TV, and other TV shows, so you can still get in on all of the action, even if you aren't up for placing those sports bets just yet. Choose from hundreds of props with real-time odds on almost anything that you can imagine over at BetOnline, and of course, there's always the 24-hour online casino. Head to betonline.ag on your computer or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% off your welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. So as promised, today we are talking about all things game day. And today joining me is Ole Miss's Assistant Athletics Director for Marketing and Fan Experience, Paris Buchanan. Welcome to the show. Jordan, thanks a lot. It's good to be here. I'm going to jump right into it. You've had a very extensive journey and career at Ole Miss. Is that fair to say? Yeah, uh, and a, a lot of ups and some downs and all over the place, but yes. Yes, and you have a bachelor's and a master's from Ole Miss. You started off as an intern just in your second year of school, and then you moved into a marketing coordinator position in the athletics department after you graduated. You've continued up the ranks and have worked across so many different sports and game day operations. So my first question is, being from Grenada, Mississippi, originally, did you grow up going to Ole Miss events, and did you know that you always wanted to work in this space, or was it something that came about later or after that first internship did you know that this is what you wanted to do yeah uh to answer your question yes I grew up an Ole Miss fan I would come to games as a kid I have some 
best memories of, of being in the Tad Smith Coliseum younger watching our AD Keith Carter play and um, he was my favorite player and I've told him that so um, but yeah growing up uh, I lived like you said in Grenada 45 minutes away uh, we would come to games on Wednesday nights we would come to football games and stay for weekends and definitely ingrained in my family a multi-generational student here and really just kind of picked up at an early age and so when I applied to schools I, I only applied to one place and it was here so grew up a fan and and I really realized that I guess going to those games um, when I was younger, I knew something. I, I looked at the games differently and I was more, I was very into the game, but I was also into all the operational pieces of it. And so I kind of picked up on that in junior high when I would come to basketball games and look around and see people doing different things. And one game, our, our former sports information director gave my grandfather like some game notes, which is what they produce before each game. And I like was like a nerd and I was reading through all of these. And that's just not normal for like a 14 year old to do. And so I quickly kind of realized that, Hey, this is, this is something that I'm passionate about. And going into college, I thought, well, I'll go into maybe banking and finance or go on some kind of route through business and quickly realized after getting an internship with the athletics department, this is something I wanted to do and make a career out of. So definitely was, was interested in an early age, but definitely the internship got me to really pursue this as a career. And the internship all started with you were very passionate about the t-shirt cannon. The first job I had, me and a, me and my buddy, uh, Ty knew he, uh, so Ty kind of got me into this thing. He's like, hey, uh, my dad knows the general manager of TelSouth who was running our marketing department at the time. I think if we applied, we'd get this internship. I was like, all right, sign me up. So we applied, we got it. And our first real duty was every touchdown, this was in 2010. So every 2009, 2010. So every touchdown scored, we would shoot, turn around the student section, shoot a t-shirt cannon in the, in the air. And we scored a lot that year in 2009. We had, we had a really, really good year. We had Dexter McCluster and, and we scored, went to the cotton bowl. And so a lot of touchdowns, a lot of t-shirts, but that was, that was where it all started. And, um, and it seems like it was so long ago, but that's kind of where it all began right there. Started from the t-shirt cannon. Now we're here. Throughout your career, you specialized in coordinating all different kinds of sports. So at first it was men's basketball, men's golf, soccer, and tennis. And then rifle was added into the mix a few years later. And right now you're mainly focusing on overseeing football and men's basketball. So what has been your favorite sport to work on if you have a favorite? And if not, was there one sport that had more of a learning curve to figure out how to coordinate than the others? That's a great question. Um, football is so big here and in the SEC it's it's king and there's no doubt about it um, there's something special about coming to a game here on campus and experiencing the Grove and experiencing Vault Hemingway and and that's exciting um, but you know all along just kind of going back to that you know earlier story about the basketball I, I just love college basketball I love Ole Miss basketball and so some of my best memories so far working here is is really when we closed out the tad pad and opened the pavilion it was such a, a crazy week we were in new orleans for the sugar bowl got back on the sunday and then opened the pavilion on thursday so our women's team played in the tad pad that sunday night to close it out and then we switched gears and so that's something that i'll never forget for as long as i work just the excitement level of seeing that building you know open up for the first time but you know, it's evolved. When I was working football games in 2009, shooting t-shirt cannons to a, a game in, you know, 2021 or 2020, probably won't compare it too much this year just because of the COVID restrictions. But, you know, a lot's changed and we've learned a lot. 
we've tried a lot of things. We've succeeded at some, we failed at some. And I think that's part of the process where you always evaluate where you are and what you're doing and you're looking around to constantly improve. And so we have some things we got to work on and get better, but I really think we're on the right track now. And um, certainly exciting to have coach Kiffin and his, his team really peaked at the right time last year. And, uh, and we're really, really excited. Yeah. That's gotta be easy when you have some good foundation to work with. And I remember I graduated in 2017. So I remember the tad pad Coliseum switch. And I remember it was a huge deal. I remember even going to the tad pad for orientation and we all sat in that room and we didn't even fill up maybe like a quarter of it. And I was like, this place is huge. And then I remember I walked into the Coliseum and I was like, I take back everything I ever said. This place is crazy. So right now Ole Miss has a lot of sports going on. We've got baseball going very strong. Basketball's wrapping up here in the next couple of weeks. We've got golf, tennis, track and field, rifles wrapping up, soccer, softball, and volleyball. So what has it been like the past nine months since you moved into this new position overseeing all 18 Rebel Sports fan experiences? Because that has to be a very busy job. (laughs) Yeah, you know, nine months ago, I was talking to someone we're, we're coming up on that eerily creepy week in March where the whole world shut down. And it has been on my mind a lot lately because um, we've, man, we've come a long way. We've learned a lot. We've done a lot. We've experienced some highs and some lows, but I'll say this, and I really do believe this. I've been here. I started as a freshman in college in, in August of 2007. And I do not remember a time, and, and I'm being honest here, there's been more momentum on this campus than right now. When you look at our sports, when you look at our coaches and the staffs that they've assembled, our baseball team is ranked number one in the country for the first time in program history. Our men's basketball team has won five of the last six. Our rifle team, for the first time in 15 years, qualified for the NCAAs. You can go on and on and on. Our track team, I mean, there's just so much positive momentum and people are so excited about Ole Miss athletics. And so that kind of gives you the drive to do your job. And this is an unprecedented spring. We're, we're playing soccer tonight. That hasn't happened a spring soccer game other than a friendly that, that happens. I mean, this is, we are crossing over multiple seasons that normally have off seasons. Um, but, but credit to our staff and not just our marketing crew, but our facilities, our game operations, sports information, productions. I mean, all of these groups are really putting in overtime to make sure our not only are our venues great and open and safe right now for COVID, but but we want to try to provide the best fan experience we can. And so, yes, we're limited in some ways, but we want to put on the best show we possibly can for those fans because we know it's a decision they've had to make financially, time commitment. You're going to come out and be with us, so we want to put on a good show for you. And so it's been challenging, certainly, uh, a lot of a lot of stress and uh, a lot of sleepless nights. But at the end of the day, you're working for your student athletes and your fans, and that's something that keeps us going. And, and we're going to keep pushing, and we'll get through it. Nine months ago, when I took the position over, I had this big vision of we're going to do all these things and, and all of the stuff, and then COVID really put a damper on that. But you know, we we got through it. We we did some things that were creative in our own way with, with some limited resources that we had. But at the same time, we learned a lot on how we can kind of continue to utilize those th- some of those things and then also build upon them. So, you know, looking to this fall, we have an extraordinary leader in Keith Carter that has given us direction to push it a little bit and to be be aggressive in our in our marketing strategy to get those fans back and let them know, hey, we are ready 
to host you in an event. And we want you to bring all the passion that you've built up over the last 12 months at your house, screaming at your couch, from your couch, watching it on TV, bring that into our venues. And so we're planning for the fall right now. Um, we're, we're getting through our spring seasons, but we are really, really looking at everything inside the stadium, outside the stadium to make sure that our sports are, you know, we're moving the fan experience portion to some new things that we're going to try and, and some new things we're going to develop as, as kind of the months go by. So we're in, we're in early planning stages for that, but it's certainly been on our minds for the last three months. Uh, we had a meeting um, early December when the regular season was still going on. Um, and we realized this is a really important year, not just for football, but for a lot of other sports. So mm-hmm. um, we just want to make sure that we're ready when the time comes, when the governor of our state or when the different health precautions say, okay, let's open it back up safely Let's let our fans make that decision and, um, and we'll be ready for them. So the big question on everyone's mind is what is football going to look like this fall? So things were very, very different last season, which was your 10th football season with Ole Miss. But this year, we're back to a little bit of normalcy with a full schedule, seven home games, and everyone is dying to know, will the Grove be open? this fall will there be pom-poms back waiting for us in the stands are we getting our what to wear graphics we can all plan our outfits six months in advance what should we expect give us a little inside scoop okay i'll I'll take the easy one first we will be putting out a what to wear graphic very very soon you mean the grove Uh, one wasn't the easy question uh, you know we'll have to maybe sidestep some of that no you bring up some good points we are we are operating as we are going to be back this fall we are going to be ready to host 65,000 people in Vaught Hemingway Stadium. And we want it to be the biggest party that you can possibly have with Coach Kiffin and his high flying offense. So that's our approach. Now, obviously, there's a long way until September um, when we host our first home game. But you, you certainly hit it on the head there with it is nice. We have a schedule. It's 12 games right now, regular season, not including postseason. So we are planning and moving ahead, but I think, you know, we, we want to make sure we're following all the guidelines set forth by not only the, the state of Mississippi, but also through the university side and making sure that we're doing everything we can on our part. I think we've done a really good job at proving that we can host events safely. Our facilities and game ops staff have worked really, really hard to use the guidelines set by the state of Mississippi and then, and then make sure we can do this how they want us to do it. So I feel some momentum. I think that we will get back, but that's certainly really not up to us. If you're asking how are we planning it, that's how we're, we're looking at it. So we're planning for the full thing, and that's what we're going to hope and wish and pray for and send the positive energy out. So hopefully it'll turn right back. That's right. So I want to ask a little bit about the Are You Ready videos, because I had a few people request this. The videos, of course, that everyone knows that are played on the big screen. Can you tell me a little bit about how those come to be from concept to fruition? How long does it take to get one of those game day ready? Is it just you're in a big meeting and someone's like, ah, let me call up Katie. She'll be down. Is it simple like that or is it kind of complicated sometimes? The easy answer is very complicated. Very complicated. Uh, It's very complicated, but it's a staple of our game day. 
we know how important it is to, to our fans, how important it is to the energy of the stadium before kickoff. And so it is a, certainly a priority that we discuss really 12 months out of the year. And you want to find connections that have those connections with these superstars or with these famous celebrities or former athletes. And so you're constantly working phones and emails and contacts and really anyone that could help out in, in facilitating that. There's no just like one way procedure that it happens. It's a very collaborative effort. Sometimes our fans are real excited. Sometimes they're a little let down. And so we want, but, but our goal is that every game we want to offer a little bit of uniqueness to the, to the game, whether that's not just all pop stars or maybe not just all athletes or not just all movie stars, you know, we want to kind of mix it up, but at the same time, Yes, we are. We're constantly working on that and trying to kind of map that out. But you never know what you're going to get. You know, the week of there may be something to come across your desk. You're like, this is incredible. We have to go this route. So we try not to promise specific games to certain people. Um, we want to be flexible. But I will say that there is there is a lot of interest right now in our program, which is very, very good for us, uh, considering we are trying to um, get this thing back rolling and, and get back to consistently competing for SEC West championships. In all of the time that you've been involved in these videos, have you ever had someone that has reached out that has been so adamant, put me on the big screen, do me a solid? One, one, one week we, we ran um, an awesome guy, uh, an Ole Miss alum, Wells Adams. Wells! He, yeah, he's He's, he's really awesome. And I got to kind of know him a little bit over the course of a few weeks that we were working together on this, but Wells had tweeted something about leading or doing something for Ole Miss football. I can't remember what it was, but anyway, so we got in contact with him and come to find out he was actually coming to Oxford for, I think, an uh, alumni association event. And so I was like, perfect. So we had to coordinate that. And Wells was just like, this is crazy. You know, I grew up and I watched games or I came to games in college and now I'm going to get to lead this. And he, he thought, you know, he was just really excited. And we were excited because our fans, you know, especially our student population who, you know, very excited about having somebody like that on there. So um, it's always interesting because sometimes you make calls and people really don't understand what it is. So you kind of have to give them a little help with, we have a video that we'll send them to kind of explain what it is. Because when you say, hey, will you just do the hotty toddy chant? They're like, I don't, you know, some people- right. As much as we think, hey, everybody knows all the ins and outs of Ole Miss football, there's a lot of people that don't. So kind of have to educate them. But yeah, Wells was great that weekend and, and he was in town. We got to run it um, probably two seasons ago. So that was a lot of fun. That is really awesome. And who knew that all Wells had to do was spend a couple months on reality TV and he got to live his dream out by right. being on that's, the big screen. That's right. That's all you got to do. That's it. If you want to lead the hotty toddy, that's it. That's awesome. So you're also a faculty advisor for the Ole Miss Cardinal Club. How does that tie into what you're doing in athletics? So that group is is really vital to helping us really spread information throughout campus for events, kind of get the energy up with our student population, which our club red is our student section. And so they're, they're great. Uh, I do feel you know bad this year. It's changed everything. We haven't been able to meet in person. We've had, you know, basketball student section has been moved up to the kind of concourse level instead of the floor area. And that's just really, really challenging for our atmosphere. Our students lead that basketball atmosphere and, and same with football, but football got 2,500 seats and basketball, it's, it's been, you know, 10%. It's been really, really tough. So this group helps a lot and does a lot for, for our athletic department. So they're, they're a great group. And um, hopefully, you know, this fall we can kind of get back on track with them. 
I don't think anybody, an Ole Miss fan, sports fan, will walk into another arena and take it for granted after we're all through with this. Um, I think people are really going to come back and appreciate just live entertainment, whether that's sports or concerts. You know, you just, you miss that part of your social life and you didn't really realize it until it's not there anymore. And you're like, oh my goodness. So sometimes you can justify missing one because you know, there's always another one coming, right? Or maybe not this Grove concert, but there'll be one, you know, next month or in it. So that I feel like is definitely going to change too. People aren't going to have that same mindset where there's always something new and next isn't guaranteed. You're absolutely right. That's an excellent point. Ole Miss also has been known for its very unique campus culture and sports traditions, which are known all over the country. But more recently, the university has become very well known for its footprint on social media. Tell me what part that plays into the fan experience and how important it is to keep that positive social behavior towards Ole Miss sports going strong because you already kind of mentioned that there's so much momentum in general but I feel like there's so much more specifically that I can see on social media than ever before. Well about let's see this was probably May or June of last year so May or June 2020 we had Tom Kleinlein who's our deputy athletics director join our staff and so he's been here over a year And he really challenged us. He leads our external unit. He really challenged us to improve areas. And one of those areas that we thought was vital was social media. So we really took a massive look at what we're doing, what content we're doing, how we're creating it, how we're, you know, putting it out there, what our tone and feel is. And so when you have a guy like Lane Kiffin as your football coach, you want to embrace that. And he certainly has his own personality on Twitter. And so, you know, our thing is, when you have somebody like that, you want to embrace it. You want to kind of use some of his tones as well with your, your official accounts. And so that's been a, a really big strategy that our Marcom groups, our marketing production and communication groups have all worked really, really hard to try to improve that. And, and we're really excited with the progress that we've made in just, you know, seven to eight months, but certainly room to grow, but we're, we're feeling like we're on the right track there. You know, from a, from a social media standpoint, I think it's really important. And, and what I like to tell people is for so long in, in the last few years, we've, we as an Ole Miss community have kind of, you know, put your head down and kind of get through it. And, and we're just kind of tired of that attitude. And so we want to be brash, but we want to be, you know, smart and be brash, not just brash, but, but we want to have the attitude that says we, we can compete here. We can win here. And we want our fans to kind of, you know, portray this confidence that we have. And so part of that has carried over into the social media aspect is we certainly don't want to, you know, show up or demean other people or schools, but we do want to have fun. And right. I do think that the, the pro model has kind of morphed into college a little more. And you can see more and more college accounts having a little more fun with, with just different things. And so we've, we're constantly evaluating that, but we want to to make sure that fans know that our athletes are having fun and we want to have fun with them and we want to celebrate their successes and any way we can do that while also kind of showing their personal stories and personal side is, is really what we're trying to do. Yeah. Watching the coaches and the players too on social media has definitely been one of the highlights for me this past year between the losses and the wins. It doesn't matter. Just sharing a lot of light and support. And so I'm sure there's a lot more where that came from coming up for us. So we're going to end this with a little game of rapid fire. I'm going to say a few phrases or questions, and I want you to answer as fast as you can with the first thing that comes to your mind. No wrong answers. Are you ready? Let's do it. 
bar or restaurant that you frequent most living in Oxford? Oh, El Agave, Mexican place. It's phenomenal. Easy. Okay. If you need me on Sunday nights, that's where I'll be. Perfect. Everyone we know where to go. El Agave. All right. If you could live somewhere other than Mississippi, where would you live? Uh, Destin, Florida. There we go. Open your own El Agave there. Live the life. Retire. There you go. Last thing that you or your family watched on Netflix. Um, Who is this? A, am I stumping you? You're like, I yeah, manage 18 sports. I don't watch. TV. I don't really remember what it was. Um, your go-to genre. If you were going to have a movie night. I'm definitely going comedy. <laughs> All right. I'll try to do better on this next one. I think this one is good. So an Ole Miss campus building that you were in most as a student. Oh, uh, Connor Hall. Favorite sport to play, favorite sport to watch. Favorite sport to play, tennis. Favorite sport to watch, probably football. This next one, it might stump you. Who should play you in a movie about your life? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um... Also, let me just go with George Clooney. You know, I feel like we're kind of sarcastic a little bit. Yeah, and I feel like he could do a nice hotty totty chant, right? Absolutely. If George, if you're listening, we need you, man. We need you. Yes, he's a frequent listener, I think. So (laughs) I don't know for sure, but I have a feeling. All right, early bird or night owl? Uh, Early bird. And last one, favorite thing about Ole Miss? The people. The people? Just the people. They're incredible people here. Definitely. I like that. I like all those answers. All right. So that is it for rapid fire. That's all I got. I know you're going to be sweating after this. You're going to have to go watch all this stuff on Netflix and brush Yeah, I'm going to go binge Netflix. That's happening. We're going to get George. He's going to do the first <laughs> Are You Ready chant next season. We're going to work on it behind the scenes. Thank you so much for jumping on with me. Let everyone listening know where they can find you on social media. We already know El Agave on Sundays. So where can they connect with you if they want to chat some more about the fan experience? Twitter, I'm very active. It's very Ole Miss related. So I try to respond when I can and, and to certain things, but, um, but feel free to reach out if you have some, any questions or comments or suggestions, we're always open to improve. Thank you so much for jumping on with me. No problem. Thanks for having me. All right, guys, so that wraps it up for me today. Big thanks again to Paris for jumping on with me. Make sure that you guys are subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts because in the next couple of weeks, I have some fun interviews coming up with the head coach of the Rebelettes, Ole Miss Cheer. We're talking to some of the basketball coaches, so make sure that you are subscribed. Check back every Thursday, and as always, hotty toddy. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.